Today I want to talk about sacrifices um, and um, throughout history, many religions of the world, many peoples have, have believed that offering sacrifices to God brings people um, favor with God and makes, makes them acceptable to God in his sight. And uh, it seems as though it's, it's like something is this built-in man that lets him know that, that something must die. Blood must be spilled somehow to account for the brokenness of mankind. Because the cultures, so many of the cultures since the beginning of time, have offered sacrifices uh, to make up for their um, insufficiencies, you might say. And the Bible also makes a connection between sin and death, and death uh, in connection with sacrifices. So Romans 6.23 begins, uh, you may know this scripture, it says, For the wages of sin is death. So, so sin does bring death. Of course, everyone dies and everyone sins. And in connection to that, we see Hebrews 9.22, which says, Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So the wages of sin is death. Um, yet, Something does have to die, and blood has to be shed for there to be forgiveness of sin. And we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, so, yes, you know, there have been lots of, well, human sacrifices to false gods throughout time um, to try to, to make up for the inadequacy of, of humanity, you might say. A few of them would include, well, the ancient Hawaiians believed that by sacrificing humans to coup, the god of war, they could achieve victory in their battles. Okay. Uh, the Mesopotamians, uh, this is what happened when the, when the royal families would die. Uh, they would sacrifice the palace attendants, the warriors and the handmaidens, not to be mean, <laughs> but so that they could accompany their masters into the afterlife. So that was another example of, of sacrifice, of human sacrifice. The Aztecs believed that in order to keep the sun alive, they would have to offer human sacrifices. And it, that included children, and they also took volunteers. So, and also they would, they would sacrifice those that were captured during war. And in 1487, um, the Aztecs, they reconsecrated the Great Pyramid of uh, Tenochtitlan. I know I'm not saying that right. And uh, when they re reconsecrated that, they themselves reported that they sacrificed 80,400 prisoners over a four-day period. So, so that was, um, human sacrifice was common among the Aztecs. The, the Mayans are another example. They sacrificed animals, humans, including children also. 
the Incas practiced human sacrifice as uh, a way to that they believed would prevent natural disasters. The entire empire was plagued by volcanic eruptions, earthquakes, and floods, and and the Incas believed that they were all these things were controlled by different gods, and so they would make sacrifices uh, on behalf of that. The one true God. The God of Israel, uh, our God, he never advocated ever making human sacrifices. Uh, and that, that practice was and is detestable to him. Now, the sacrifices of various cultures didn't always include um, offering people or humans. Still, uh, today, even, some offer other things as sacrifice to God. And many people give their possessions away, uh, or even their time, right? And they think, a lot of people think that that makes them acceptable to God. Many people give money away, hoping, you know, that God will, will bless them for that and, and take them to be with him. Um, so many people give their possessions away and they hope that God will say to them, well done. But, you know, Jesus said something very different. He indicated that neither sacrifices or good deeds can clear us from the penalty of sin. In fact, if a person is to be acceptable to God by his own achievements, they have to be 100% perfect. Listen to Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 48. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. No matter how many sacrifices or what kind of sacrifices a sinner offers God, it will not make them acceptable to God. Why? Because they are already a sinner. Their heart, heart is not true. They're self-centered, uh, prideful. Their heart's broken with sin. No, um, Adam and Eve failed God, and all of their descendants were born broken, out of fellowship with God. And, um, of course, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. That's the only way. And so, you know, by our, our own achievements in life, no one uh, can be perfect and be acceptable to God. So, because we're already sinners. However, Jesus knows this. And he knows that all people fall short of the glory of God. And that's why he came to earth, to, to be the one, the one, the promised one, a promise in Genesis uh, to, to be the only hope for, for the sins of mankind. He would not fail where Adam failed. He, he would be perfect. He would live a perfect life uh, that he might give sinners like you and me, his righteousness. And let's listen to Jesus' words of hope to sinners like you and me. And, uh, and see if you don't think that 
there is hope in what he says. Matthew 9, 13, Jesus said this, Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. This is good news for sinners, right? Um, the only way we can come to God is through mercy. He desires mercy, not sacrifice. Some may say, but, uh, but didn't God tell Israel to offer sacrifices to him? Yes, sacrifices and offerings also. But these sacrifices and offerings did not take away Israel's or anyone's sin. Hebrews 4, uh, 10, 4 says, For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I've come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. So, so while it is true that the wages of sin is death, and animals were killed and sacrificed in connection to Israel's sin, however, what they did, the connection was... They pointed to the body prepared for Christ, and that would be his own body. Um, he would be the perfect sacrifice for sin. Um, because it said that, you know, it was impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. And uh, and Jesus said that, that uh, he... Uh, a body was prepared for him, and, and that's the body he was in. He was the perfect sacrifice for us. Um, all the blood of, of the sacrifices and offerings did not remove their guilt. They pointed to the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. And Jesus came at the right time in history that God chose. And let me read, uh, reread Romans 6.23, including the second part of that verse. We, that was one we started off with. Um, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So remember we said, yeah, uh, the wages of sin is death. There's got to be a sacrifice to make up for, for our sin. Otherwise, we're going to have to die. And it says here, the, the free gift of God is eternal life in, G in Christ Jesus our Lord. The sacrifice was God's guiltless, unblemished, perfect, only begotten Son, Jesus. And Hebrews 10.14 goes on to say, For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Again, sacrifice is pointed to Jesus, and without faith, the only thing a sacrifice accomplished was it killed an animal. And uh, without faith and, and turning to God uh, in repentance, the people remained guilty before God. Um, you know, we began um, looking at sacrifices that people had given throughout history to gain 
God's uh, favor or good or acceptance and um, our sacrifices for acceptance when we do them of our own self-righteousness that's what it brings self-righteousness it brings pride into our life while trusting in God's sacrifice of Jesus it brings um, love for for God and love for others 1 Corinthians 13 talks about the sacrifices of giving all we have, even sacrificing our body to be burned. Now, that that is a burnt offering, right? (laughs) What more of a sacrifice could someone give than a a human sacrifice of themselves? Uh, But those extreme sacrifices, they mean nothing. If it's, you know, doing something of our own accomplishments to make up for past sin because we can make up for sin. The wages of sin is death. And and blood has to be spilled. Perfect blood has to be spilled. And that's why um, sinful blood can't be spilled because that person would have to pay for their own sin because they, they were a sinner. The wages of sin is death. They can't pay for your sin. It has to be a perfect person. And that was only Jesus. But extreme sacrifices mean nothing without love, right? 1 Corinthians 13, 3 says, If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I gain nothing. And the truth is that we cannot love others unless we have, with agape love, this selfless love, until... Unless we have accepted the love of God in giving his only begotten son, Jesus, for our sins. Unless we have accepted the sacrifice of the, of the perfect lamb of God uh, that takes away the, the sins of the world. And, and so that I think that's the point of, of the sacrifices in the Old Testament. You know, they, they were like, uh, they, they pointed to Jesus Christ just the way everything in the Old Testament did, the law, the lineages mentioned, um, the, the stories that played out in the lives of, of those that are highlighted in the Bible, like Abraham and, and Joseph and, and all those, they point to Jesus over and over and over again. And like I said, the law, the law and the prophets, so many prophecies, that pointed to the one that would be born in in the city of David under the tribe of Judah, uh, in Bethlehem of Judea, uh, and how he would even suffer on the cross, die and raise from the grave. All these things were prophesied. The Old Testament points to Jesus along with the sacrifices that would point to the Lamb of God that would be sacrificed and whoever believes in him should not perish, but has everlasting life. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for sending your only begotten Son, Lord, for loving us so much uh, that you would let us believe and, and call us and choose us to believe in, in, in him and have eternal life, Lord, that begins here on earth, Lord. Thank you for the sacrifice of, of Jesus, and thank you that that um, he willingly gave his life, Lord, 
for us, Lord. And uh, just help us to rejoice in that, Lord. May we rejoice and find our hope in, in Jesus Christ and a sacrifice. And know that the sacrifices that we make um, are, are sacrifices of joy that come from, that, from being free because of what Jesus did. He did the work. And, and now what we do, uh, we do out of joy. We love you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.